Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today's a short and sharp one. Uh, really just reflecting on some of the previous episodes, a bit of a summary, and I guess more to the point, a snapshot of my highlights, what I've taken from um, some of the conversations I've had with some guests that have been on the show. Uh, we're up to almost 20 episodes now, so it's been a pretty diverse group of people I've been fortunate enough to connect with, and if you've been along for the ride and listening to all of the episodes, or even just a couple of them, and totally cool if you pick and choose what is going to be enjoyable for you, um, then uh, I thought I'd use this time to reflect on some of the best bits, I suppose, or more to the point, my lessons learned along the way. And there's only a few of them, and I want to keep this short and sharp. It's just a piece of content to put out, but also I wanted to take a moment to kind of take stock in, um, yeah, what I've learned, and I figured I'd share it with you guys. So firstly, one of the biggest things I've realized talking to these different guests on the show uh, is that they're very, very crystal fucking clear on what they want and who they are. Now that's huge, and we can unpack that for hours. But I'll keep it. I'll keep it brief. Uh, to me, the way I sort of unpack that would be this: they're very clear on their outcome and objective, which allows them to have the blinkers on and attack with complete focus and energy, and essentially blind or block out all the distractions. So it's like the old classic GPS analogy, right? If you want to get from A to B. There's two variables. You need to know where you are, which is point A, and you need to know where the fuck point B is. Otherwise, you're driving around madly hoping you get to a destination that you'll never arrive at. So a bit of a cliche example. I'm sure we've all heard it, but it's super fucking true and powerful if you really take stock of what that means. And talking to some of these people, whether they're sports professionals that have excelled as elite athletes, whether they're psychologists and or in the science space or musicians in the entertainment space, Whatever it is that they're doing, they're very clear on what they want to achieve and what their outcome is, and they're able to turn off all the distractions. And I think that clarity gives us all a sense of power if we're able to tap into that same idea. So step one before you do anything else is to get really clear. Really well summed up example of this is the the recent chat I had with Anthony Trucks. Be sure to check that one out. Quick little plug. Um, But I mean, he's a fucking superstar. Check him out. You'll see his, uh, his bio, what he's been able to produce in his life. But anyway, I digress. Um, we were talking about clarity and he gave the analogy of like uh, climbing up a ladder, putting all your effort and energy into climbing up this, up this ladder against a wall only to get to the top, realizing it's the wrong wall. Um, I think we can all relate to that in some capacity. So for me, the real kind of takeaway is step one, before you sort of start doing a whole bunch of shit and burning energy is get really clear on what it is that you actually want. Uh, What is the outcome? Is it a feeling? Is it a sense of pride? Is it a is it a reward? That's a whole other conversation, but get clear. The other thing that they're clear on is who they are or who they want to be, probably more importantly. They know who they want to be, and as a byproduct, that'll kind of open up all the opportunities they want in their lives, right? So very clear on who they need to be and who they want to be to, to live the life they want. And there's something about living in congruence with who you want to be that creates a sense of pride. And again, I feel like I riff on this for hours, but we'll keep it short and sharp. Um, But acting in congruence with who you want to be, it alleviates, to some extent anyway, feelings of anxiety, um, self-doubt, guilt, things of that nature, and really just creates a sense of fucking pride and and powerful confidence um, when you are acting in alignment with who you want to be. But of course, that starts with the variable number one of knowing that. Who do you want to be? So hopefully that helps. That's something that I've learned anyway. It's been awesome chatting with these guests. Um, another interesting takeaway that's been really cool to kind of marinate in, I suppose, is this um, 
this idea of having a sense of play or joy in what they do. So everyone I've spoken to, again, whatever field or space they're from, whether it's uh, being a professional athlete or in the entertainment space or in the psychology space, everyone fucking loves what they do. I think we hear that all the time, but I don't know how often we sit and take stock of um, our own kind of actions on a daily basis and what what portion or percentage of that we actually enjoy. So everyone I've spoken to has really, really enjoyed the process of cultivating their career again in whatever field that is so having a sense of play and joy is absolutely paramount not only for our mental health and well-being sort of creating that serotonin dopamine chemistry cocktail that we want right i won't um derail too much um but everyone i've spoken to loves what they do and i think that's allowed them to execute the highest levels um and more importantly perhaps have longevity and you know, drive joy from the work that they do, which is the majority of, of our days for a lot of people is, is our work is our workplace, right? So um, loving what you do is paramount, which sort of leads into the next takeaway for me, which is this sense of flow, right? And I kind of alluded to it there already, but um, the way I interpret these conversations has been that people have been able to execute at these levels and do well in their fields because they're in the moment, they're present. They're not dwelling on the past and they're not anxious about the future. They're in the moment and they've got this sense of flow, which if you've read the book called Flow by Mihai, um, uh, Mihai, Czech, Mihai, some weird name, um, fucking awesome book. He talks a lot about that. So being really present in the moment and being able to perform at a level that you cannot perform at unless you're in that state. So being really present is crucial in the work that you do. Um, and just in a good life as well. So a lot of that comes back to actually enjoying it, right? Something I've learned, which I expected, uh, I think we all know to some degree, but every conversation I've had, I've picked apart people's stories and they've come across a whole host of setbacks. So what's been really clear is that our success, our fulfillment, joy, whatever it is that you actually want, and no one can tell you, you know, what's right or wrong, um, whole other conversation, but success to whatever degree you determine it won't come from how well you avoid setbacks, but more importantly, how well you navigate through them or how well you bounce back from them. So picking apart people's stories has been really interesting and inspiring. But again, if you take stock and marinate in, in that, then you realize that these people haven't avoided setbacks. They've just been really clever and strategic and determined with uh, working them, working themselves through them using those setbacks and challenges as stepping stones to build this unshakable self-esteem and continue on their work. Um, also, another thing is I've learned that is, is that action is the cure-all, not just from the content that these guests have delivered on the show, but even through my own practice and process of putting this podcast together. So a little quick story, something I've always wanted to do is to get on air and, and share my ideas and have good conversations, but I was never 100% sure on what direction I wanted to head in. So I was a bit unsure and I know well, I can only assume a lot of you listening have felt similar in some sort of endeavor. We're not quite sure. Well, action is the cure-all. It's the old law of inertia, Newton's law of inertia in that emotion tends to stay in motion, uh, an object at rest tends to stay in rest. So taking action and kind of being in that momentum of things does a couple of things. It makes it easy to pivot and adjust quickly because um, you've got momentum. And number two, it allows you to get clarity going back to the top of this conversation on what it is that you want to do. So if you start something, you might not fall in love with it immediately or at all over time. But if you start that process and run a thousand miles in the wrong direction, then at least you can adjust and start moving in the right direction. So action is absolutely the cure-all, even if you don't have all the answers right now. 
And then finally, they've all loved the process of improving themselves more than anything else. So accolades, attention, social media love, like it's all, um, you know, it's cool at the time and it does create a sense of quote unquote happiness momentarily, which is fleeting and it's a chemical endorphin rush. Uh, but that deeper fulfillment comes from getting better. It comes from growth, right? It's this human need to want to improve and optimize. Um, if we're not growing, we're dying. All those, all those classic quotes are super, super powerful and fucking true. And what's really clear with these guests is they love the process of improving their craft. They're more interested in getting great at their craft than anything else. So there's some of my takeaways. I thought it'd be cool to share with you guys. Um, if anything else, just to share out loud and, um, you know, get, get, increase my own clarity around what I've been able to learn from these last 20 odd episodes or whatever it's been. So hopefully enjoying the podcast. We've got tons more to, to come. Um, wish I could share with you now, but I'll keep the suspense and the mysterious nature of it uh, locked away for the moment.